Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm joined by emerging New York-based indie pop singer and songwriter Cade Hoppy, who kicked off the new year with his new single, Labels, out on all streaming platforms now. Cade, welcome to the show, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, man. Yeah, it's um, great to be catching up. Uh, how are you? How are you doing? Where are you? Uh, where are you joining us from? Firstly, and uh, what have you been up to this week so far? Yeah, uh, I'm joining you from the studio where I record things at Degrasse Sound. Okay, uh, it's it's on the edge of Park Slope in in Brooklyn. Um, and uh, this week, I've just been up to to music stuff, and I. I'm still in school. I'm finishing my last semester at NYU. So okay. I and I put I scheduled all of my classes for for one day a week. So yesterday <laughs> I had 13 hours of class. Oh wow! Uh, Just conden- <laughs> condensing so, it all into one day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I can be efficient on the other days. Yeah, yeah. Music wise. Yeah. yeah, nice, nice. Um, before we talk about the new release, I want to touch on your kind of musical origins, if if that's all right, Cade. Um, when yeah. was when was the point? Um, I mean, twenty three now is is. Am I right in saying you're you're twenty three now? When was the point when you knew yeah. you wanted to to pursue a full time career in music? Yeah, it's funny. I, I think that you know there were a couple huge turning points, right? But also a lot of smaller turning points along the way. Mm. When I was so I, I grew up playing music. I, you know, when I was seven, I started playing piano. Nine, started playing like saxophone. Mm. Started playing guitar in high school. Started writing when I was fourteen. I came to school uh, and was the the plan was to play basketball and and I was studying finance and I wanted to do music kind of on the side. And I quickly discovered that it is not something that you can really do on the side, mm. you know, it's not going to just happen for you if, if you aren't doing it. And so then I, I was very unhappy not having music in my life the way that I wanted it to be. And and when I was like 19, 20, I, that's kind of when I started realizing that I, I really needed to add it back in. And the, the big moment was when uh, one of my idols, like my main idol growing up, music-wise was Ben Folds. Mm-hmm. And I saw him doing a books a book signing. Um, he was in conversation with Sarah Bareilles at the, at the Cooper Union in New York. Okay. And he uh, he was signing his new memoir and and talking about it. And I I got a ticket to go. I, I went by myself and he played a song that I had never seen him play live in like the five times that I've, I'd seen him mm-hmm. and it, it's called evaporated. And I had like been listening to it on my walk over there. And it's like, it's a really emotional song. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I was feel I was feeling down in the dumps, uh, about not having music in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and he played two songs after his conversation and evaporated was one of them. That's just a, a, a moment that I'll remember forever. And that's when I met him for the first time. And I was just kind of like, I started writing songs because of you. Mm. My my first song that I ever wrote was a basically a ripoff of one of your songs. Uh, <laughs> and he was and he was just like he laughed and he said, you know, that's how it is supposed to be. And and 
he told me just to keep doing it if it's something mm. that I loved. And and so that that kind of was the biggest moment um that I started making music a yeah. priority and and yeah. And now we're here. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um that leads me quite nicely onto what was going to be my next question, um, which you you kind of already answered, I guess. Um which was going to be who were you listening to growing up and, and who were some of your biggest musical influences, Cade? Yeah, so Ben Folds was obviously a, a huge one. Um, <clears throat> Coldplay, The Killers, yeah. Frey, uh, Taylor Swift. I, I was listening to like Fun and and later Bleachers when, when mm-hmm. they came together. And um, yeah, I, some, some of the older stuff too, obviously. I, I'm pretty well versed and so mostly clean. like band stuff, singer songwriter stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love I love like musicians, musicians, and and artists, artists. You know, like yeah, the, yeah. just the people that love what they do and and really respect the craft. Mm-hmm. Like those those were always the people that I looked up to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you've already put out two EPs and a bunch of releases which have been very well received, um, all of which have kind of told your story so so far, reflecting on Mm -hmm. love and relationships, all that kind of stuff. Have you continued that narrative with the new track, Cade? I've I've had a listen myself, of course, but for our listeners, I suppose, if you wouldn't mind explaining what it's about. Yeah, I think this one marks slightly different territory in some ways. I I think like you were saying before, some of those early releases were more strictly about relationship Mm. experiences Mm. and something that I've found uh, satisfies me uh, as an artist more and as a songwriter is writing about things that really um are having like an impact on on my life like even existentially sure and and so this one that's kind of how the the song started was definitely from more of a place of like existentialism and and, um just where i am uh, on my own journey of uh chasing an artist career Mm. And so the song to me is about the uncertainty of, of what it feels like to do this. You know, you yes. never have reassurance that you're going to get that big break, if you will. Uh, you never have the reassurance that you are going to have any type of, of uh, longevity Mm. Um, in in a career like this and and so you have to learn to be okay with that if you're going to pursue mm. this and so it's something that i am grappling with constantly um and and it manifested itself uh, by the time the chorus comes around yes. uh, in in like this idea of a relationship and i i had actually just watched 500 days of summer okay again and uh, so i was you know, all all of these things were kind of bubbling up, and, and I realized that my relationship with music is kind of like a relationship with a, a girl that I really have strong feelings for and want so badly to work out. But she's like telling me, "Yeah, yeah, things 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 are like are good. I, I like where we're at right now, 
but I don't want to put a label on things. Mm -hmm. And and that's kind of where that metaphor came. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's an interesting one. Um, did you approach it? You. Did you approach it from um, like from a creative standpoint? Uh, did you approach the track differently to previous projects um, in terms of you know yeah you know how it how it came together from from a creative perspective? Obviously, there's lots of instrumentation in there mm-hmm. and lots of kind of synthy production. Um, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, I did this this one creatively. Uh, definitely felt different um mm. i wrote it i wrote it late at night i think it's kind of ironic that the the first couple lines are um i've been counting the days i've been staying up late because mm. it was like 2 a.m when i'd written it and yeah. i i'd been in uh, a writing session like all day and and had written a couple songs already that day and, and so i was i was pretty creatively drained and uh usually i let myself rest you know and, and yeah. recharge but uh, there was there was something i i was feeling particularly inspired I, I think i think that i was just feeling these emotions a little bit more than usual and so wrote that song came together pretty quickly realized that it was something that i loved and wanted to kind of flush out later uh, but it was it was kind of a folk song actually and so when I woke up in the morning and was listening to it back, it, it was like a few keys higher and, and there was lots of falsetto, almost like Boni Vary. Mm. And uh, that was definitely a direction that we could have gone in production. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but listening to it back, I, I was, you know, singing like, so what she's bad. I love. And I was like, that feels anthemic yeah, yeah you know you you speed that up you bring it in like out of a out of a falsetto and you put it down kind of where where it ended up and there's something there that's like you know the the killers or, or bleachers yeah, or yeah. or the 1975 about it and and so that's kind of the lens that we looked at it through when we started uh, production. I, I think that we we started knowing, okay, that we're going to have uh, a pretty solid backbeat mm-hmm. um, drums wise. And I think one of the first things we laid down was the the main synth, which was like a Juno running through a, a Blue Sky reverb okay. pedal, which is you know, I mean, it's it's a pretty uh, common trick. I, I think for a lot of my influences like the killers definitely uh, do that type of thing. Um, so that was one of the first things. And then we started like we, we laid like piano down in that pre-chorus, which felt cool. And and we later like the, some of the guitar, like lead lines mm-hmm. um, and yeah. And uh, how these things do like they, it just kind of started coming together and, and we were on a roll and this song was one of the last songs that we produced uh, at the end of 2022. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm releasing things fairly chronologically. Yeah. Uh, so like really the one that would have been on the slate was something that we were working on in like April or May. 
Uh, and and so it it was really different to to put something out that we started in November. Yeah. That was that was a very quick turnaround for us, but it just came together so quickly, felt really good, and it felt like the perfect start to kind of this new era for me of mm-hmm. writing things that are a little bit more existential, not just about like little relationships but a little bit bigger picture as far as yeah how i'm feeling yeah so, yeah for sure for sure yeah do you do you have a general approach when it comes to first starting a track uh writing a track um do you do you generally is it vocal led for you uh do you do you get a top line and, and lyrics down and then build a song around that or or do you you know play around with some chords and a melody and and then build it from there what's the the general process for you so i i think the first thing that comes is different every time that that's yeah. something that yeah. I appreciate about the process. Mm-hmm. But I will say that lyrics are the most important thing. Like if I don't have a really solid lyric, then I, it doesn't really matter what I've been playing around with mm-hmm. chord or, or um, melodically. Like it's the lyrics really matter. The first line the first line of the song like will make or break it to mm, me mm-hmm. if, if you know it's like starting you got to start on a, a solid foundation like i i know people that will write and just put whatever they want to down on paper and see like where that leads for the chorus and you know are, are they gonna come up with like a really good chorus from just whatever stream of consciousness mm-hmm. happened in the verse and then go back and edit the verse and like bring that up to the chorus level. And I think in theory, I would love to do that. I would love to just write hooks and then make the song from there. But it just doesn't usually work like that for mm-hmm. me. Like if the first line doesn't inspire me, then it's just not going to take me to a place um, where I can finish a, a full song and, and do that. So I've, I've written some um, like a couple of times I've, I've done almost like poems yeah, for like yeah. four to, to eight lines and not always does an eight line poem like turn into a song, but definitely I've, taken a couple lines from something and if i really like it it is maybe a first line of a song yeah and, and that's so uh, okay. but yeah it, it happens differently every time yeah i was gonna lyrics. say I, I imagine it, it does vary quite a lot depending on, yeah. on the kind of the kind of track you're working on um yeah but yeah the, the start is always important obviously um yeah how involved in the production side are you as well you've you've been talking about how the how labels came together and um kind of from a from a studio perspective um is that something you've been getting involved with quite a lot as well i know you teamed up with um harper james um mm-hmm. who you've who've worked with before um yeah so were you, were you guys kind of you know sharing ideas in the studio back and forth and and, and do you have your own uh production writing recording setup yeah, uh, so I'm a producer on on all of the tracks, and yep. I've I've learned I've learned a lot in here work, mm. working with Harper, mm. and he's he's just so talented and and, and underrated, um, and I feel really lucky that a couple of years ago, I I stumbled upon an Instagram ad for for him, and mm. and we 
we connected and we have so many similar influences. Um, he's, he's millennial and I'm Gen Z. So like some of our influences are, are a little bit um, just generationally yeah. different, but um, you know, he, yeah, he's, he's, he's taught me so much. So like every song that I come in here and, and we do, I think I, like, I I've always wanted to be as involved as possible. And so I've kind of gotten better and better and been yeah. able to yeah. be um, like more and more involved every time. And, and like I'm now I actually produce and co-write for my girlfriend, Maddie Regent. Oh, nice. uh, we've been, we've been doing kind of like a, a synth pop thing. And, mm-hmm. and um, so, so yeah, we, we've, the process has really changed over the last couple of years um, and, and given me the the confidence to kind of go off and do production on my own yeah. too. And, and um, then we bring in uh, the stuff with Maddie and we mix it with with Harper, and, and um, nice. so you know Harper smashes the mix, and um, yeah. But but anyway, yeah. So very involved. I, I I could never, I could never be someone that like sends on the side a song off, yeah. And, and yeah, and like gets gets a track sent back. Like that's just not um, that's not what I do all of this yeah. for. Um, it's like a, it's all creative expression. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I guess you can't beat that sense of satisfaction when you've, you know, created something entirely from scratch yourself, start to finish. It's kind of yeah. becomes your baby, doesn't it? Um, so absolutely. Yeah. Um, have you got uh, anything planned this year, Cade, in terms of gigs? Um, I know, obviously, last couple of years have been pretty weird with uh, the pandemic and, and kind of coming out the other side of that it seems to be the live world and the touring industry is, is just kind of getting back to normal now. Um, but is there anything you've got on the cards for this year that, that you're looking forward to, mate? Yeah. Uh, gig wise, I don't have anything on the schedule. Uh, the last gig that I played, I was playing a little bit more frequently uh, up until September and, and I played uh, the last show um, like September 1st. Okay. I, I would love to get some more stuff on the schedule. I I think finishing this last semester of school, some more of my energy has just been towards trying to make sure that I keep leveling up with all of the the records and and music videos that I'm putting out. And that seems like the productive and TikTok, of of course. Um, And so, so yeah, I don't have anything on the schedule. If, if you you know like some festival booking agent or uh, or tour booking agents listening to this right now, I would love to to go and open for someone. Oh, I go. would love I would love to go play even the smallest of festivals. Yeah. I yeah. I love I love that part of this too, like cool. the yeah. the live connection with with an audience. So yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully hopefully more shows this year. Awesome. Awesome. And what else are you looking forward to, man? In, in just generally speaking, music-wise, uh, you know, or otherwise, um, is there anything that you're that you're particularly looking forward to this year? Yeah, I and I haven't I haven't told anyone about this yet, uh, at least not officially. But the next song that I am putting out is 
like my favorite thing that I've I've ever oh, okay. made. Cool, uh, cool. And and so favorite thing that I have written, and luckily it it also was the favorite thing that like Harper and I have ever produced. And mm-hmm. and um, yeah, really looking forward to it. I actually am fortunate enough uh, that Rob Moose, who does like Phoebe Bridgers and like Bonnie mm-hmm. Vare and, and actually Ben Ben Folds. Um, he's done every everyone Taylor Swift like uh, he's a strings player and, mm-hmm. and arranger and uh, he arranged some strings and played some strings on the track. Nice. And so so yeah. So I'm I'm very excited about that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's uh, a nice place for us to wrap up, Cade. I think that's most of the things I wanted to chat to you about, man. Um, I'm going to yeah. leave on a on a bit of a loaded question, if it's all right. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I guess as as an as an emerging level artist, kind of just finding your footing in in the music industry, what kind of advice uh, would you give to artists of a similar level who are hopefully mm. listening, um, who are trying to to navigate a similar kind of path? Yeah, uh, that is a, a little bit of a loaded question, <laughs> but I, I think, uh, and, and not I that apologize. I'm really in any any place to give um, you know too much advice, but if there's one thing that I've learned, yes, it, it is that this is a lifetime uh, journey, mm-hmm. you know, and and I saw an interview uh, with Brian Cranston. Um, uh, actor obviously yes uh legend. recently yeah legend and he he was just like if your plan is to move to la for a year and uh try to become an actor and and like and if it happens for you in that year then great and if not you'll you'll just go back to whatever nine to five you're working uh, then I'll save you a year of your life and I'll tell you that it it doesn't work like <laughs> that if you're gonna pursue acting you go to la period like that is you know and and it's it's not if it happens in a year it's you make it happen period and so that's that's how i am looking at at this journey for me yeah um it's it doesn't matter if if something happens for me tomorrow next year five years ten years i'm i'm gonna keep chipping away at at this and so my my advice to people is you got to be in it for the long haul and you you have to really love and and enjoy the process and just stay true to yourself because that's the other thing you're not gonna you're it's gonna be impossible to do this for a really long time, especially if you're not finding the massive success that you're hoping for, mm-hmm. if you're trying to be someone else. So yes. be in it for the long haul, be authentic to yourself and enjoy it. I mean, that's, I think that's, that's all you can. I think that's a it. lovely bit of advice, to be honest. That's, you, know, <laughs> you said you wasn't very well uh, positioned <laughs> to give uh, such advice, but I thought that was, uh, well, that was very nice. And um, oh, thanks. It, it sounds like... Uh, it sounds like there's there's going to be lots going on um, this year on the music side, Cade, for you, which uh, which is is very exciting and and best of luck with um, the rest of your studies uh, and um, anything else that you've that you've got planned coming up. 
Um, Thank you. It's been a real, it's been a real pleasure catching up. So um, we'll uh, we'll wrap things up here. But thank you again for your time. And um, for, yeah, for the purposes of the uh, of the podcast, we'll say our goodbyes and uh, hopefully catch up very soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, again, thank you for having me. It was my pleasure, and I hope to talk again at some point. Yeah, absolutely. You take care, man. Yeah. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.